जय राधा माधव
Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, Chapter 14, Text 5. Nimittani Atyarishtani Kaletva Anugatendranam Lobhadyarma Prakritim Dristvo vachanu jamdrapam Nimittani atyarishtani Kaletva anugatendranam Lobhadharma prakritim Dristvo vachanu jamdrapam Nimittani atyarishtani Kaletva Nanugatendranam Lobhadharma Prakritim Drishtvo Vachanu Jamdrapa Transliteration Nimittani Causes Ati Very serious Arishtani Bad omens Kale in course of time, to, but, anugate, passing away, dranam, of humanity at large, loba adi, such as greed, adharma, irreligious, prakritim, habits, drishtva, having observed, uvacha, said, anujam, Younger brother, Dripa, the king, translation, translation. In course of time, it came to pass that people in general became accustomed to greed, anger, pride, etc. Maharaja Yudhishthar, observing all these omens, spoke to his younger brother. Such a purport, 
such a pious king as Maharaja Yudhishthir at once became perturbed when there were such inhuman symptoms as greed, anger, irreligiosity and hypocrisy rampant in society. It appears from the statement that all these symptoms of degraded society were unknown to the people of the time. And it was astonishing for them to have experienced them with the advent of Kaliuga or the age of quarrel. We'll also read next two, three shlokas. The text six. Yudhishthra uvacha sampreshito dwarakayam jishnur bandhu dridikshaya gnatum cha punya slokasya krishnasya cha vitashe vichestitam. Translation. Maharaja Yudhishthra said to his younger brother Bhimashena, I sent Arjuna to Dwaraka to meet his friends and to learn from the personality of God at Krishna of his program of work. Gata sapta dhuna masa bhimasena tavaruja nayati kasyavahetor naham vededa magnasa. Since he departed, seven months have passed, yet he has not returned. I do not know factually how things are going there. Api devarshinadishtha sakalo yam upatishtha yadatmano angamakridam bhagavan utsishishkriti. Is he going to quit his earthly pastimes as Devarishi Narada indicated? Has that time already come? So actually, uh, the whole chapter here, Yudhishthra's conversation is having with Bhimasena is because uh, after the Mahabharata war, it is coming towards the end of Kali Yuga, uh, the Dwapara Yuga, and the start of Kali Yuga is already coming. So actually, Maharaja, Maharaja Yudhishthir, being a pious king, he can see the advents of the science. So as every Yuga goes from Krita, Treta, Dwapara, and Kali Yuga, there is degradation of certain principles uh, of Dharma, and irreligiosity starts increasing. So Maharaja Yudhishthir actually already starts seeing these signs and he at that point realizes because it is the time of Krishna has come as avataram here and then he's, uh, his time has come back to go back to his personal abode back. So when this happening is as indicated by Narada Rishi that the time has come for Kaliuga to begin. So I will read a little bit more of the purport here. It says, as discussed many times, personality of God at Sri Krishna has many plenary expansions, and each and every one of them, although equally powerful, executes different functions. In Bhagavad Gita, there are different statements by the Lord, and each of these statements is met for different plenary portions or portions of the plenary portions. For example, Lord Krishna in Bhagavad Gita says, as we know, yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharataha. Adbhutyana madharmasya tadatmanam sujanmiham. So he says, whenever and wherever there is decline in religious practice, O descendant of Bharata, or predominant rise of religion, at that time I descend myself. So actually we can see, Sujamyaham is why Bhagawan has created the word, is used the word here, when he is talking to Arjuna. He basically decides, I myself manifest and come. So we know 
that he has many incarnations in every yugas and actually uh, this dwapara yuga when we have, we are in is considered actually the 28th millennium of the 7th manu in the day of brahma so to give an idea actually what is one's days of brahma right so there is a kalp a, a, a kalpa and each kalpa has actually about 71 chatur yugas so we are right now in the 28th millennium is called the 28th chatur vyuha so there are multiple uh, man, uh, manus which come so the first is swayambhu manu then we have sarochisha manu uttama manu tapas manu raivata manu chakshusha manu and we are right now in in vivaswan manu so actually already prior to this chaturyuga there have been 27 chaturyugas have already passed actually and that is uh, you know so each manvantra manus time is about 306 million 720000 years so as we know each chaturvyuha is about 404 million 320000 years so after this kaliyuga again there will be another remaining up till 71 chaturyugas will happen and after a chaturyuga there is actually a manvantra sandhya and that period is actually about 1 million 728000 years in that duration of earth years the earth is completely submerged in pralayam that is the time of destruction so this is so the current yuga we are in actually is called vivaswan manu and we are in the 28th chatur chatur yuga happening which is in the cycle so in this one lord krishna has decided to descend on bhulokam or the material universe right and as we say the principles of religion are actually laid down in the vedas dharma sakshat bhagavat pranitam religion is not something which is just invented by uh, someone else or mental concoction it is given by vedas smriti and shruti right all of these things come because bhagwan desires himself right and that's why the next verse which we know it says paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya shrudushtunatam dharma samstaparataya sambhavani yuge yuge so to deliver the faithful to annihilate the miscreants and also to reestablish the principles of occupational duty i appear in every age one should also understand that to establish sanatana dharma is also something which why bhagwan krishna comes not paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya shrudushtunatam but also if we see lord krishna also followed every principle when present on here whether as a student whether as a kshatriya as a married householder even bhagwan ram when he was present he followed every principle as written in the vedas so why because he actually in the in the bhagavad gita itself actually he quotes to arjuna he quotes utsideyur imaloka na kuryam karma chedaham sankarasya chakartasyam upanyaham ima prajah if i do not perform prescribed duties all the worlds would be put into ruination i would be the cause of creating unwanted population and thereby destroy the peace of all living beings so as we know every time great people generally people will follow actions of great men and that's why even in the preceding shloka also right he says that 
कर्मनिधिम अस्थिता जनकादय लोकसंग्राहमेवापी समस्पान कर्तुमर्हसी किंग्स एस जनका अटेन परफेक्शन सोली बाय परफॉर्मेंस ऑफ प्रिस्क्राइब ड्यूटीज therefore just for the sake of educating the people in general he is advising krishna is advising arjuna you should perform your work and of course he says yad yad acharati shreshthas tat tat evata rojanah sayat pramanam kurute lokas tad anuvartate whatever action a great man performs common men follow and whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts all the world pursues that is why you can see that in every avataram bhagwan has taken he has always stuck to the principles which is mentioned in the vedas people's understanding may be concocted because they don't understand correctly but bhagwan has has done every prescribed duties as mentioned in the vedas whether as a householder as a sanyasi as a grahastha as a brahmachari in every avataram he takes so this is actually what it says is this all of these above statements they actually apply to different plenary portions of the lord and his expansions as sankarshana vasudeva pradyumna aniruddha narayana these are all he himself in different transcendental expansions and still the lord as sri krishna functions in a different sphere of transcendental exchange with different grades of devotees and yet lord krishna as he is appears once every 24 hours in of brahma's time or after a lapse of 8 8 billion 640000 million years solar years in each and every universe and all his transcendental pastimes are displayed in each and every universe in a routine spool so one can understand this is only one universe we live in there are countless millions of universes which are present and each of those universes are going through multiple chaturyugas having different kalpas and bhagwan comes and descends in each and every one of them and that and that is the difference so lord krishna lord vasudeva are complex problems for the layman how this is possible as it is mentioned in the vedas that if you light a candle from one to the next candle the candle's luminosity remains the same the source is always one the difference in material universe is 1 minus 1 is 0 here and 1 plus 1 is equal to 2 but in spiritual world 1 minus 1 is still equal to 1 there is no difference between the lord self and lord's transcendental body for example we are jeevatmas and we take a material body we grow we take birth we may have diseases we may die and when we die we quit our body the soul or jeevatma never dies but for bhagwan he himself as it is is sachidananda vigraha there is no difference between transcendental body and himself however when the lord appears in his person his other plenary portions also join in him in his inconceivable potency called yoga maya and thus the lord of vrindavana is different from the lord of mathura and the lord of dwaraka so how this is possible is because bhagwan performs different pastimes and different leelas the leela performed by lord krishna in dwaraka is very different compared to how he has performed as a childhood boy in vrindavana you know when he is roaming in the in the houses as a baby where he is basically stealing butter he is playing with his gopas 
where he is growing up in Vrindavana before he left there to go with Kamsa. So each of these time, all these plenary portions are all different. But they are still, by his inconceivable potency, actually, they are one and the same. Similarly, you know, in, in the battle of Kurukshetra, Krishna showed his Virat Rupa. The Virat Rupa is a, is a material form which is exhibited in the battle of Kurukshetra. It's a material form of conception. And therefore, this is something which is only present over there. Therefore, it should be understood that when Lord Krishna was apparently killed, many people have the question, Oh, the hunter shot the bow. Yes, the question is, Bhagwan does not break any law of karma. But for him, his ascent and descent is because of his own desire. It is not because of a cause and effect. Our birth and our death is because of our prarabdha karma and karmas we have done from millions of lifetimes as a jivatma. But for Bhagawan, there is no karma. That is why the word is called avataram. It means descent. We don't take descent. We take birth. So that is a fundamental difference. We call ourselves a birthday. For Bhagawan, it is called appearance. It is avataram. So, the Lord is called kaivalya. For him, there is no difference between matter and spirit. Because everything is created from him. Therefore, his quitting one sort of body or accepting does not mean he is an ordinary living being. All activities are simultaneously one and different by his inconceivable potency. So as we can see, when Maharaja Yudhishthira actually was lamenting the possibility of his disappearance, is not called death, it is disappearance. It was just a pursuance of a custom of lamenting the disappearance of a great friend. But factually, Bhagawan never quits his transcendental body as is misconceived by the less intelligent persons. Such less intelligent persons have been condemned uh, by the Lord himself in Bhagavad Gita. And he says, Avajanti ma muda manushim tanu ashritam. Means, muda is a person who is fool, who doesn't have knowledge. Just because we think, we believe in something, but if it is not understood properly or learned by authority, then we can invent whatever we want. But that is not correct. So similarly, this is the explanation which is given about Lord Krishna of why Yudhishthira is lamenting actually this. Right? If we actually see, to go a little deeper about the the beauty of Bhagwan, so there are uh, there are actually there are five uh, principal, as we say. Uh, uh, five principal aspects of Bhagavan's incarnation. There's para, vyuha, uh, vibhava, archa, uh, and vigraha. So para form is as Lord Krishna is there. Then vyuha form is Vasudeva, Sankrishna, Pradyumna, Aniruddha. Then vibhava is those uh, avatarams or incarnations we say as Matsya, Kurma, Varaha, Narsimha. These are vibhava, vibhava. Then we have Archa. Archa is that which is the deity form which we see in the temple which we worship. Because his potency is manifested in there. The question is this. If you take a stone and if you go to any place and you just pray to a stone, there will be no effect. There is a difference between Archa Vigraha. That is why we called, in English it may people may say the word 
idol or stone. But in Sanskrit, the correct word is called archa vigraha. Okay, that's the difference. A statue which is, you may see statues and of politicians and all these things standing around. There is no power in them. It is just a stone. One can go and pray how much you want. They cannot solve any problem for you. Chatur vija bhajante maam. When one has trouble, one only comes to Bhagawan. That is the answer. Why? Think about it. If you pray to a dead stone, if it doesn't reciprocate, you will not pray to it anymore. We are human. Every jivatma, see there, this is the fundamental understanding between jivatma and that which is chit and achit. Living matter and dead matter. So, not just human beings, even animals and plants, they will also want interaction. If you think about, if you look at an animal too, if you interact with it, it will also reciprocate to you. The dog cannot go and worship a stone. The dog cannot become a master of a stone. No, no animal also will become master of a stone. Animal also serves someone else. This is the fundamental understanding. So similarly, why Bhagwan is present is because he is Aham Dija Pradapitaha. He is seed weaving father of every living entity. He cares for everyone. So, for us, when we worship to him as Archavigra, he is present and he hears us. He hears our prayers. That is why we go to him. That is the reason why people, that's why Bhagavan says in Bhagavad Gita, Chatur Vijha Bhajante Maam. Those who are in need, those who are in distress, those who want knowledge, doesn't matter. There are different reasons why you come to Bhagavan. And accordingly, Bhagavan rewards. The question can also be asked is, why doesn't he reward everything? Because there is laws of karma. Karma cannot be transgressed. It cannot be broken. There is that which is called prarabdha karma. There is sanchita karma. And to understand this, one should understand that uh, as a body, we may take birth, we may grow, we may get diseases, we may be fit today, we may have old age. But eventually, everyone has to quit this body. Not just human beings. Even an animal, a fish, a plant, everything which is living has to die. So the jivatma is present in them. So that is why it is said human birth form of life is very valuable because one should understand the science of soul. Without understanding science of soul, it is similar to say, ahara nidra samanya pashubir naranam. Means eating, sleeping, mating, defending is done by animals, plants, human beings also. It is done by all of us. If you think about it, uh, you know, uh, the jungle, the lion lives in the jungle, it is living like a king, it is eating food there. Yeah, it lives by the sword, dies by the sword. If you think about it today, uh, you know, we have so much medical advancement. The lion has its own way of curing its diseases and, you know, it also lives, it also dies. So what's the difference between us and them? Dharma hisheso, adiko visheso. Without following dharma and religion, we are equivalent to them. So that is why worshipping Bhagwan, worshipping, associating with like-minded people is what is going to help us purify and reach that final destination. Why? Because if we, and why in Vedas it is said this, this knowledge is so important? Because there is no guarantee that after this human birth, one can get birth again as human. You will get eventually. But there is no guarantee the next birth is again guaranteed as human. Based on one's karma, as Bhagwan says, whatever one remembers at the time of death, 
that is the kind of body one will attain. So similarly, this is the kind of knowledge one should know. That is why, you know, for example, if one wants to become a doctor, one wants to become an engineer, you have to study. No one is saying one should not be educated. You have to also sustain oneself and karma. Like Krishna tells Arjuna also, right? He's a Kshatriya, he has to fight. Krishna tell Arjuna, didn't tell Arjuna, go sit in a corner of a room, right? You also have to do your duty. Uh, but at the same point, one should also know the final destination, actually. The other thing to share here is, uh, <coughs> I will also read a little a little bit more on what Swetaswara Upanishad actually also asks, uh, explains a little bit more about uh, this whole aspect from a scientific perspective. It says, Kala Swabhavo Niyartyascha Bhutani Yoni Purusha Iti Chintaya Samyoga Esham Natvatva Bhava Dhatma Payanishaha Sukha Dukho Hetaho Time, nature, law, chance, matter, energy and intelligence. Neither these nor a combination of these can bear examination because of their own birth, identity and existence of the self. What this actually means is, there is an understanding that all of this just happens by chance, actually speaking. No, it doesn't happen by chance. It actually happens because of will of Bhagwan. In fact, to go even a little bit scientific, people say, uh, to go even understand this scientifically, uh, we can say astronomy and science is quite advanced in today's world, but if you think even thousands of years ago, Astrology and astronomical science was far more even advanced actually. That's how it is. We may not be able to see certain things, but one should admire that if you look about even Jyotishi or astrology, they could ca- they could calculate certain movements of planets even to the degrees and everything without even complicated instruments, right? So th- the understanding all of this is it doesn't just happen by chance actually. The other thing also to say is this, is te dhanya yoga ganugatha apashyan devat mashaktim sagunair nir sagunair nigudhu maha ya karanani nikhilani dani kalatma yuktanya vithi shrite kaha practicing the method of meditation they realized that the being who is the God of religion, the self of philosophy and energy of science, he who exists as the self-luminous power in everyone, who is the source of intellect, emotions and will, who is one without a second, who presides in all causes, beginning, time, ending and individual, has been incomprehensible because of the limitations of his own intellect. That's why it says, Ishvara Paramakrishna Sachidananda Vigraha Anadiradir Govindam Sarvakarana Karanam means that sarva karana karanam he is the cause of all causes all everything emanates from him that is why bhagwan in bhagavad gita he says aham bija pradapitah sarva yoneshu kaunteya so this is the aspect similarly we see that this kind of uh, you know incarnation bhagwan takes different avatarams actually speaking in every kalpa and every yuga like as we know, in as I was explaining in the 
in the in the previous shloka that in the previous explanation that there are different manavantaras and yugas and actually in this case we can see that in every aspect bhagwan comes and uh, when he desires to come he basically takes avataram like matsya avataram he has take kurma avataram right so this is an aspect he even has come as gajendra gajendra moksham when the elephant was struggling bhagwan decided to come and when gajendra called him he basically came immediately with garuda to save elephant and liberated him so we should understand that bhagwan is not abandoning us he is always there present for us it is we who have to reach out to him and we have to surrender and that's why even as mentioned right kalev desha kalo dosha nidherajan hasti eko mahagunah there are a lot of faults in kaliyuga different things as yudhishthira maharaj is saying he sing irreligiosity and as we go in kaliyuga certain things will degrade further and further but chanting krishna sankirtanam krishna's namam bhagwan nama sankirtanam these are the things will purify oneself will protect oneself right it is like this if you have to protect uh, if you have to protect yourself you know today we may wear a mask you may wear a suit you may have a covering but what about for your mind and intelligence how to protect that the only way to protect that is chant bhagwan's name because that is what one can purify oneself and protect from doing activities which are not favorable right yes in kaliyuga we may see different things around but the only way we can uh, as that the reason why bhagwan incarnates as we had gaur purnima recently chaitanya mahaprabhu came why is he giving uh, why is he giving krishna prema why is he giving like that because the reason is without chanting his name we cannot rely on our own self our own self effort to purify ourselves is not possible uh, like for example if you want to purify something something has to be more pure than you to purify you so similarly bhagwan's name is always pure it never can get contaminated you can chant lord krishna's name you can chant lord rama's name you can chant any bhagwan's name one can never lose taste yes initially as it is said you know when someone has jaund- someone has jaundice you may not feel the taste of sugar candy so but of course as you take medicine further further right or sometimes you know people get sick you know you have flu or you have fever at that time you will not like to eat all kinds of food you know so but once your body gets pure cured then you love eating all kinds of food similarly it is not that bhagwan's name is is not pure it is always pure it is always having taste it is just that we have been in a conditioned state that we find uh, you know eating or doing other things which are unfavorable or contaminating our thoughts with other things the the slowly we contam- we we get away from this and chant bhagwan's name we get purified and we will develop taste for him and taste for his prasadam uh, and that's why it is said that you know uh, eating krishna prasadam chanting krishna's name is a way of purifying oneself so that's why even in kaliyuga one should as much as possible uh, as much in your time circumstance what is there at least try to chant bhagwan's name surrender to him and have krishna prasad right and that is the only way uh, to actually uh, save oneself from getting contaminated from the effects of kaliyuga which is happening so i will just end today's class here uh, hari krishna you have any thoughts or comments here? okay vrindraj shrimad bhagavatam ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai